0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 307 Podcast. This is me, Chad, coming at you with another comms check. Man, I'm really enjoying these comms checks. I I hope you are too. You know, uh, look, we're going to try to scratch the surface on something today called leadership. Yeah, we're going to try to at least scratch the surface on that topic And uh, of course, maybe I'll get on a little rant about about something that happened to me the other day uh, later on in the episode. But yeah, leadership, man. Oh, I hope hope you guys are ready for this one. All right. Well, look, this episode is brought to you again by Salty Britches. We love Salty Britches. They're the number one anti-chafing cream on the market. I use Salty britches when I'm ultra running, when I'm backpacking, when I'm, anytime I'm outside generating body heat and sweat and nastiness and I have to worry about chafing, that's when I apply Salty britches to all the hot spots that would normally chafe, like maybe my feet, under my arms, you know, wherever. Everybody's body type's different. Salty britches works. I've used this stuff on 100 Mile Races. One application has lasted me over 24 hours in the Georgia heat. Running for 100 plus miles. Yeah, I love it. I love Amy, the owner of Salty Bridges. I'm all about it. Go check them out. Go buy you some at getsaltybridges.com. Definitely give them a follow on Instagram. At getsaltybridges. You're going to love it. Support the companies that support this podcast. This is also brought to you by our Patreon members. I told you we were building a podcast studio to make this show better to be able to film the show, to be able to really have guests out and do live interviews and all that good stuff. Yeah, guess who's paying for that? Our Patreon members. They are the ones that allow us to grow, to make things better for everyone. They are funding it. Our VIP members, they they basically contribute $25 a month of their hard-earned money to support the show, to grow the show, to make sure that we have what we need on this end to make the show better. In turn, the show gets better for everyone. And also, we do Resurrected three Sundays a month. Private, live content for our VIP Patreons between me, Blake, and Nathan. It's powerful. It's one of my favorite things that I do. So, that's Resurrected. Thank you guys for supporting us on Patreon. You're freaking awesome. All right, let's try to scratch the surface on this topic of leadership. First of all, leadership, whoa, what a buzzword, right? What a ridiculously complicated, overcomplicated topic. It sells a lot of books, and it'll help you get a bunch of, uh, it'll help you book a bunch of speaking engagements and, you know, uh, all that good stuff, right? It's it's a hot topic, and yes, it is Pretty extremely overcomplicated leadership. Again, we're just going to scratch the surface on this. I've kind of boiled leadership down, tried to boil it down to one sentence. Now, this is this is based off of all the experiences that I've had in life. SEAL team, ultra running, and just everyday life, man. You don't have to learn what leaders, you don't have to be a Navy SEAL to learn what leadership is. You see it in the simple everyday thing. I've seen it in this project building this podcast studio. I see it every day when tasks need to be completed. All right? Leadership simply is the ability to make decisions. The ability to make decisions. Now, hopefully, it's... The ability to make logical decisions, but it doesn't, the the decisions don't even have to be good or logical. If you can just make a decision and keep the ball rolling, we want to make logical decisions, but you're not always going to make the best decisions in a leadership position. So don't beat yourself up. At least you're there making decisions. All right? That is the basis of, to me, the basis of leadership if you boil it all down. And this is a very rare trait. That's why there are not very many leaders in the world. Because guess what? When you have the courage, oh yes, it takes courage to make decisions about whatever, business decisions, life decisions, uh, decisions for your family, uh, whatever it is, decisions for yourself and your own health and well-being. It takes courage, right? So, There are very few people that have the courage to make decisions. And then another thing that comes along with being the one in charge, with being the one that has the courage to make decisions and keep the ball rolling in one direction or the other, well, when you're the one making decisions, that carries some weight of accountability, right? Because if you make a wrong decision, a bad decision, uh, whatever it may be, all those people under you that you're making the decision for uh, they're gonna they're they're basically gonna be looking at you like why did you make that decision well it's like well it's because you guys won't make any decisions therefore nothing will ever happen if I left it in your hands right so being a leader having the courage to make decisions it comes with some accountability there right it right and people don't like that man why are there so few leaders? It's because of this. It's because of this. Look, I see it all the time. I have seen, I have seen a group or a team of very qualified individuals with significant technical skills. I've seen them floundering in the midst of a project or a mission that is well within their, sca- their scope of ability or their knowledge. I've just seen them standing there stagnant. These are are professionals. These people have the, the technical skills needed to get the job done, but they're just standing there stagnant because there was not a leader in the group. Now, once the leader showed up and started making decisions about what needed to be done, how to do it, when it needed to be done, these people with the technical skills they were then able to perform very, very well. Look, if you're if whatever industry you're in, uh, let's take the construction industry, for instance. If you're in the construction industry or whatever business you're in, really, right, you, you've hired people that have the technical skills in order to, to get the job done. So if we're in the construction industry, we might have hired, say, we own a, a, a company that does framing, we may have hired. A group of of men and women that know how to do that job. They know how to frame a building. Well, say you guys have a building to frame one morning. You all you're all these people that you've hired. They show up at the job site. Guess what they're gonna do? Even though they know what needs to be done, they know they have the technical skills and proficiency to get the job done. Guess what? All these people that you hired are gonna do? They're gonna sit in the truck until you show up so you better get there before they do because if you're late or you have something else to do that morning and you expect them just to show up and just to get the ball rolling start making some decisions about the process and about the project they're about to accomplish if you expect that to happen you better hope you've hired a leader you better hope that there's a leader in that group they know what needs to be done they're not going to make the decision though, right? Because they don't have the courage more than likely, and they don't want to be held accountable if something gets screwed up. So they're going to sit there and wait for you to get there. And then when you get there, you may not even know any, you may not have any technical skill whatsoever. But if you're a leader, meaning, You have no problem with making decisions and getting the ball rolling and keeping people moving in the right direction. That's all you need to do. You don't even have to know how to hammer a a nail in a piece of wood. You just got to know how to, you just got to say, all right, guys, start on that corner right there. Start right there. Boom, they're going to go to town, right? This is what I'm saying, guys. This is what I, I think you guys have probably seen this in uh, in your own lives, right? I've seen it in the SEAL teams. Uh, I've seen it in the civilian world. I've seen it in so many places. Now, if you have hired a leader, if you if you've been blessed enough to hire someone within your company or your organization that has the courage to make decisions. That's what you should be looking for in an, in, in, a, in someone that you hire or in a partner. You should be looking for someone that has the courage to make a decision and doesn't have a problem with accountability. That is a, the number one quality, one of, that you should be looking for. All right. Now, if you've hired this individual that has these leadership qualities, uh, look, don't hamstring them by not giving them any authority. Because a leader, I told you, the essential part of it is making decisions. You cannot make decisions if you are not given the authority to roll with those decisions. All right? So if you're blessed enough to have found someone like that, that's going to be on your team, that's going to be a partner, that's going to be uh, an employee, whatever it may be, give them the freaking authority to do what they need to do. You should not expect them to call back and ask you or anybody else about a decision that needs to be made that is within their realm of responsibility. So give that person the authority to get their job done and to lead. It's not that freaking difficult, but I see it happening all the time, man. Again, this is what I've seen throughout my life, man, in the, in the teams, in life, whatever it may be. I've seen people that have been promoted to a leadership position, but they never receive the authority to make the decisions from the people that are above them, the people that promoted them, all right? If you're a business owner, if you're at the top of the food chain, there's not an issue here, but if you've hired a leader, look, that's just the way it is, and I know it's hard to give that type of authority to see you, right? You you think you want it all, but really what you don't realize is you're actually just making your life difficult. You're you're hamstringing someone that could probably make your organization, your business, your life much much better. But since you're human, you want to you want to hold on to all that authority because that's the human part of us, right? We want to be in control. And now you've hump, you've hamstringed this dude and you're making your life difficult. You might as well not even as have hired them or promoted them or went into partnership with them if, you're, if, you, if you have a problem with giving them the authority that they need to take the leadership position that they are supposed to be performing in. I hope this makes sense to you guys. Look, uh, Look, you don't have to freaking read 10 books on what leadership is. This is easy. Make decisions. Stop waiting to be told what to do. I've told a story about when I was in the teams and this crap happened to me, man. There was a moment. We were on a mission. I had to make a decision, a life or death death decision in a split second. And I didn't have time to call back to my platoon chief And ask, hey, what should I do here? Right? I tell this story out on the basic course and stuff. All right. That's why I'm so passionate about this. Make decisions. And if you have a leader within your organization, give them the freaking authority to do their job, man. It's going to make things run so much smoother. I think that's all I got on leadership. Now... There's a whole nother conversation about what it means to be a good leader, right? Interpersonal relationships, how you're treating people, the people that you are making decisions for, right? That that man, that's all dang life skills. That's like personality stuff, right? There's things that you can do, right, to give to give people more confidence in your decisions and to to make them wanna um, want to basically follow you and, and, and give them confidence in you, right? All right, we're not going to go down that lane right now. We just want to talk about what is leadership, not being a good leader. We can have a whole other podcast later on. Maybe I'll have a guest on for that conversation because that could be a pretty long conversation with a bunch of stories behind it. Anyways, I hope that's at the forefront of your mind moving forward into uh, the new year. All right, that's what I got for uh, for leadership. Hope you guys agree with me. If you don't, it is what it is, man. Fre- they, this whole topic has been so over, ridiculously overcomplicated. All right. Tell you something that happened to me today, and I don't even know what this ties into. I don't even know what I'm going to say about this right now. But it... um. It impacted me. It impacted me in a strange way. Now I had, I had my niece, my little niece. I kept her last night, and uh, we hung out all evening. And you know, she did what I did. We had a blast. She's three years old, and we've been hanging out, man. And we went to breakfast this morning. At one of my favorite breakfast places, and I brought these two little frog toys in. These little stuffed frog thingies. They're they're little frogs, and they got fishing poles. They look like little old fishermen kind of, but they're frogs. And we were playing with them and having a conversation there at the the breakfast table out at this little little restaurant in town. And one of the little frog figures it had a it has a scarf on, and uh, my little three year old niece said. Uh, Uncle Chad, is that the frog's mask? Is that the frog's mask? And I was like, holy crap, man. How much different is this environment, this situation, this world, than the one I grew up in not too long ago to the point that she even thinks that her little toys have to have masks on. I don't know why that pisses me off so bad. Maybe it's because I love her so much. And then I look around me, man, and all these people got these... Got these masks on. And I'm like, how is this affecting her? I love this human being more than anything else on earth. This little human being that is my niece. There's nothing more valuable than her life to me. Nothing. On earth. And I'm thinking how's this affecting her man she's seeing these people day in and day out that are their faces their expressions their words their it's all hidden from her if it, it bothered me and it's still bothering me I was in Lowe's uh the day the no I was in Lowe's today later on that day I had dropped her off back at home I was in Lowe's I'm checking out and the lady's up there and she starts talking about the coronavirus and of course she's talking to me from behind her mask And I said, "Well, you know, I think we're uh, I think we're moving in the right direction. We've got this. They've now they've got a vaccine out for this virus, and uh, you know, I, that's a great thing, man. Now, now we can hopefully we can get this vaccine and we can kick this virus in the butt, and we can just continue to we can just carry on back with um." with life, right? We can talk to each other and smile at each other and, you know, carry on with life, man. And she said, she looked at me and she said, yeah, but I don't do vaccines. From behind her mask, she said that. And I wanted to look at this, I'm looking at this lady and I wanted to say, I didn't say this, but this is what was going through my head the whole time. She said, I don't do vaccines. And I said, I wanted to say, look here, lady. You got two choices here. Freaking, if you're worried enough about this virus that has a 99 point something percent survival rate that you're in here wearing a a mask on and you look young, strong and healthy, If you're worried that much about it, go get your dang vaccine and carry on with life. All right, go get your vaccine or carry on and then carry on with life. Now, if you're not worried about it, then you need to just carry on with life. If you don't want to get the vaccine, why are you standing here talking to me threw a piece of cloth on your face that's absolutely ridiculous in the first place. I'm not a medical professional. Let me go ahead and make that statement. I am not a medical professional. What I'm concerned about is the psychological and social effects on the younger generation I'm worried that that is going to be worse than whatever benefit we've gotten out of wearing these dang masks, man. First of all, I'm not a medical professional. I'm actually just some country dude with a long beard that does really hard stuff. But I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, I have something that's called common sense. Now, common sense isn't always right, but I believe common sense, nine times out of ten, is usually going to point you in the right direction. I haven't bought in to all this freaking, all this mass stuff. I haven't bought into it since day one. I'm sorry. They just have not sold me on that stuff, man. And I've tried to research it. I've tried to look at it. I've tried to keep my freaking mouth shut about this stuff. I've tried to do all that, right? But I ain't bought into it since day one, man. We're talking about these cats got a piece of cloth, a cotton cloth over there. This has become a dang industry to make these designer. Look, we're not talking about... I, now look, the things that are made for in the 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 surgeons and doctors and stuff, there's there's actually probably some great science behind that fabric, but you're talking about you're gonna be wearing a dang piece of cotton over your face and look, man, I ain't bought into this crap, never have. Now, I may be wrong, and I'm sitting here telling you I may be wrong, but it bothered me when we're playing with. Toys, when I'm playing with toys with my three-year-old niece, that is the most important thing on this earth to me. And she thinks that her toys even need a mask. Because now it's just the thing. Look, man, I ain't talked about this stuff much, but... Look, man, that bothered me. I don't know. I hope, this, I hope this vaccine stuff gets to rolling. And I hope all the people that are at risk get that vaccine. And I hope the people that aren't at risk but are worried to death about it, I hope they get the vaccine too. Y'all know I had this mess. Anyways... That's all I got on today's comms check. Hey, y'all ain't got to agree with everything that I say. That's what I love about you guys is, uh, first of all, I don't think that you guys are afraid to tell me what you think and if you disagree with something that I say. I don't think you guys are afraid to do that. I love that and I think that you guys that listen to this podcast are big boys and girls and that we can have conversations about the things that we believe in and the things that we don't believe in. And I think that you guys know that I know that I'm not always right. But I try to be right, and I try to stand for the right things. So, that's that. That's the comms check for today. Hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Thank God for Jesus Christ. I'm going to finish this podcast just reminding you of something. The King is coming. The King is coming no hold on let me say it a third time the king is coming i don't know when i don't know i don't i'm not putting a date on it i'm not making a prediction i'm not telling you anything that you can't read in the bible your very own self i'm just reminding you right now that there is a day coming there is a day coming and i hope it comes soon that the king Is coming back for his bride I believe that from the bottom of my heart I believe that the King is coming there is only one King the Alpha the Omega he is the beginning and the end he is the first he is the last he is still alive he is risen he has been resurrected and he is coming praise God thank you Jesus Nuff said.